<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Coming to you live from a different Shanty Northside apartment. Yes. It is the Sons of Honarchy <laughs> podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy. On today's episode, we got a lot going on. We're talking back check, back check, because you know we always mess stuff up. We got Louis Strawbear conversation. Who's going to be our 26th man? Uh, we got a little bit of Dan Victor stat cast. We got some uh, pitcher conversation. And last but not least, we're hitting it with some overrated, underrated, fast pace action. All of this brought to you by DBC Brand. Tom, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I uh, just had a nice day off. Got some laundry done. Absolutely. Um, that's that's all I did. I just did laundry. I didn't really accomplish anything. Oh, I went to the gym. Yeah. About there you to go. Get that six pack body going. I'm uh, so proud of you. Look at you, Tommy, with the good hair and the good bod. Well, <laughs> I gotta be ready to be out in the bleachers with my shirt off. That's like that's the that's what I'm going for. There we go. So, Tom, let's start with the uh, hot take. Or not hot take, not take. Oh my I thought gosh. you were going to say hot take, back check, fact check, because you think that I'm the one that needs to get checked all the time. Well, look here. All right. Uh, so Jardinier on the menu. No, it was not. Damn. It is not on the menu. So I was right about that. However, let's bring up to that for like maybe half a second I, when we were talking with Austin last week oh, that yeah. I was fooled on the whole Kaminsky, Kaminsky. Kaminsky thing oh, yeah. for a hot second. So I was really, like, wait, is that is for a- real? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was dead. I was like listening back to it over and over again, and I was like, "Yes." Oh my that goodness! That was Steve, in fact, being completely fooled about this pronunciation of Kaminsky and Kaminsky. <laughs> so before we hop right into White Sox baseball talk, because I actually feel like we have a lot of White Sox baseball talk to we talk do. today. We do. We're ready. Um, tell everybody, just so people think I'm not BSing them. Tell them the story that just happened like 20 minutes ago out my out my back door. Oh, it was hilarious. So we, we got a, a fresh Walmart garbage pizza that you brought in. Uh, uh, and it's it's in it's cooking in the oven. Not currently, but it at was. the time yeah. it was cooking in the oven. And we had uh, a moment where the, 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 the most exciting moment of the pizza cooking process where the phone alarm goes off, tells you to go get that pizza out the out the hot oven. Steve walks over guy on his back porch never seen this guy before he's just walking away with his bike you know um, just casually just, he was in no rush yeah, he was just no, taking he, it and <laughs> starting to walk down the stairs he's just like like it was his bike and it, it, steve's like that that guy's taking my bike that guy's taking and then he like takes off for the for the back door so naturally i run out the front door just in case he tries to make a make a run for it um, so I didn't see this next interaction, but Steve, what, what did this guy say to you? So I walk up to him and I'm like, excuse me, what the hell are you doing? That is my bike. And he was like, oh, I was going to take a piss. And I was like, what? What does that have to do with you stealing my bike? Also, your bike is not like on the ground level, like locked. No, it on. wasn't just like it was, he had to like come in through a gate, go upstairs, grab the bike, and start heading back down. So if he's taking a piss, definitely like, went up to what? my back door. I'm very curious to know where he would have been taking a piss. He may have pissed on your back porch. We did not. As confirm. long as I got my bike back, and now also let me verify this: he was wearing a Cubs hat as yes. well. So, so Cubs fans or ass 
assholes, obviously. Illuminati confirmed. There we go. We all know that you're out to conspire against us. Yeah, all those Ricketts lovers, you know, that's what you get when you're when your fan base is like that. Damn Lakeview neighborhood. God, just, just crime ridden is what it is. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> truly not the case so anyway let's hop right into white Sox baseball tom let's go first thing i can think of this week in my observations or since spring training has started Mm -hmm. which i'll get start i'll rant about spring break in a hot second but spring break spring break spring break (laughs) spring training (laughs) i'm thinking about spring break as a teacher man that's all i got my mindset on But in my observations of spring training, the most important observation I've made, Luis Robert, Robert. is the real deal. Mm, breach it. He's the power, the speed, the fielding. The, the tools are there. And mm-hmm. obviously, I don't necessarily think he's going to have this year where he's going to be some, you know, batting 310 OBP of 390, you know, slugging 30 bombs and stealing 30 bags in his rookie year. Because he's going to be batting 340. There you go, of course. (laughs) OBP of But at the same time, the tools that I have seen in highlight clips and from following these games Mm. makes me super excited for him. Well, the thing that, like, is most exciting about it is that very soon we won't have to rely on highlight clips. The man's going to be playing, playing on the south side. On the south side, live action. We'll see him in person, see him on the TV, see him or hear him over the radio, live action in our CD. CD. <laughs> <laughs> Pronunciation it's, is hard for us today. Hey, I, it must be that Walmart pizza. <laughs> put some weird shit in there. But honestly, that's that's the real deal. Um, and the most important stat of uh, this past yesterday's today's game, I should say, was that uh, as he was subbed out, Adam Engel came in and had a beautiful diving catch with a defensive run saved. Uh, so that stat is secured in terms of defensive replacement. Well, I We're love. <laughs> go ahead. Or do you have more to bring up? All I'm saying is that, you know, if Luis Robert goes down, we got an Adam Engel fresh, ready to go off the bench. I. I would like to not think about Adam Engel's bat at the moment, but I love that you bring him up because this brings up the biggest discussion I feel like that's over White Sox Twitter and kind of throughout the Sox social sphere, social media sphere at the moment is Mm -hmm. who is going to be the 26th man now. Tom, I want you to play a little game with us today. (laughs) We're going to play... You're so excited about this. White Sox 26th man, Bachelor style. Bachelor edition. Now, How many roses do I get? Just one? Just one rose? You just get one rose. You get one rose, okay? Um, Especially for the first part. For the second part, I may allow you two roses, but I'm only allowing you you one Like, If we're doing this Bachelor edition, I think I should get two roses in the first round and a a single rose in the second round. I'm just saying. Okay. True Bachelor edition, that's how you break it down. Well, then let me bring up the discussion then that is not being talked about a lot. Okay. And that is the way this 26-man roster is, is you have to have 13 position players and you have right. to have 13 pitchers. You can't have 12 and right. 14. Right, right. You can't have 16. 15 and 11, <laughs> like 16 and 10. It has to be 13 and 13. Yes. So let's bring up the discussion that 
nobody is really talking about, and that's the whole pitcher's side of things. Yeah. So here's your two roses. It's going to be really a, Here's yeah. your two roses one when rose it comes to – One rose for my pitcher, one rose for my – my position player? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying because this is an interesting situation. Right now, the starting rotation is pretty set. For right? the most part. Well, it's pretty set to start the year. Yeah. It's going to be Giolito, Keiko, Gonzalez, Lopez, and Cease, correct? If, if Gonzalez is ready to go by the start of the season. I mean, he's resting, and I think it's just the whole veteran getting a little bit of extra vacation time situation. <laughs> but <laughs> I know he's he did go do Tommy John surgery. He Either did. Like he did mention un- being un- discomfort. Uh, discomfort. That's what I'm looking shoulder. for. Yes, uh, being uncomfortable. So it's it's a concern, a little bit of a concern. But let's just pencil him in for now. Okay. For the time being. Okay. Now let's talk bullpen. Bummer, Herrera, Colome, Cishek, Cordero. There's five right there. Hmm. Marshall, I'm going to say, yeah. is six. Um, well, and then with his major freaking extension, he better be in there. Now, here's the real question, because Jace Fry mm-hmm. is looking very questionable for being ready on opening day. Lefty because of aren't going to happen. Some, some injury issues. So, let's play a little el- most eligible pitcher most eligible bachelor white Sox edition here All with right. these uh these pitchers here so first tom we have the most average the most <laughs> boring so mean the most subpar uh when it comes to major league production yeah, jose ruiz he's struggled yeah okay we've got the greatest of all of the Vanderbilt oh, Vanderbilt yeah. Commodores and former first round pick we let got us david n- price let us not forget <laughs> Let us not forget he was taking over Walker Bueller. He was. So there's your case, right, for the one, the only Carson, Carson Fulmer. Fulmer. Next, he may not be. <laughs> I love this one. I love this one. <laughs> he may not be a Mondesi, but he is but an, he Adal- is an Adalberto. Adalberto <laughs> Mejia. Next, Good. we've got our double A boy wonder, yes. Jimmy Lambert. Star on the rise. Next. This man may not be a Broadway musical, but he could turn out to be a star on Broadway if he lived up the road from us. That's stupid. Ian Hamilton. <laughs> I hate that. Next, he may not be Burr, but he's the new counterpart of the previous man, Zach Birdie. Yes. Birdie. Yeah, okay. okay. And last but certainly not least, throw so hard as a lefty, you would think he has a deal with the devil, Fernando yes. Flores. Fernando Flores. Who looked really great the other day. Yes. I like, wow. Okay. So pick two. Pick two. All right. Saying that Fry's injured. So I've got my two roses here. Um, I think we can just agree that Jose Ruiz is not gonna get is not getting my rose. I'm praying. Um, I really don't want to see that <laughs> anymore out on the big league level. Not to say that I don't wish the best for him. You know, in all his future endeavors, in all of his future relationships with other teams, I want him to. I want him to succeed, but. As for me and my rose, that's going somewhere else. So uh, Jimmy Lambert is an interesting one, but I really want him down in AAA. Correct. Um, I mean, he has not sniffed AAA. Yet. And I want him to still be a starting pitcher, you know, for the time being. Correct. As he's slated to be. There. Correct. Um, and, uh, man, I'm worried with Hamilton because he was out all of last season, right? Like mm-hmm. he didn't. Didn't he pitch? Yeah, he, I mean he was up, and then he like had Something. some faltering, yeah. and then there was some injuries yeah, tied so to that. And he was 
he was I'm just nervous with that. I mean, there is a potential that, you know, hey, like, especially with bull te- bullpen arms and how volatile they are, like the amount of technical rest that he got from last year being injured, he might be ready to go firing all, on all cylinders, you know. So there's that. Um, and when it comes down to it, he was a former first-round pick. So it's going to. Carson Fulmer is getting my first rose. Yeah. I want him to be the long reliever I've always advocated for him to be. He's going to be the guy who comes in in the third inning and gets you three innings of okay work. You know, he's going to walk everybody, but he's going to get he, – you know, <laughs> He's, he's going to walk everybody. I mean, he hasn't I had control issues yet in, no, in spring walked, training. And he's he, – In the first outing, he oh, walked right. like three guys. He's looked good, he looked good in run. the next one. Yeah. And, like, you know, shaking off the rust, whatever. I, I just, you know, this might be his coming out party in terms of, like, this is going to be his first full season as a committed relief pitcher. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking about starting at all at the onset of the season. That might be the major key for him. And, you know, like. Major key. DJ Khaled. I see what you did there. Major key. I fucking love that guy. Anyway, um, I <sighs> talk about. At the Untamed Bowl with his White Sox exceptionalism. exceptionalism, I just I can't see Carson Fulmer fail yet. I'm not. It's just, too early to give up on Carson Fulmer. I know we wanted yes. to in many at many points so far yeah. because we've had so much hype built yes. around him as a first exactly. round pick, as somebody who exactly. pitched better than Walker Buehler in college right. significantly. Uh, actually, yes. if you look at all of the statistics, and the all of that goes to say is like, all right, well. Wonder Boy may turned out to be not so Wonder Boy, but it doesn't mean that he's done yet. Correct. Right. Correct. Like his motion compared to when he like his throwing motion compared to when he was in college to now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Night and day. So all the work that he's put in to change himself mechanically. Um, it's just we're not that we're not ready to, to give up on him yet. And right. Y- yes. White Sox. So even if Fry play, is healthy, you're. Last thirteenth slot for the bullpen would be Carson Fulmer. Carson Fulmer. Okay. Um, if there's a backup option. Exactly. It, w- no. If oh, if who is your backup, backup option? option? Um, man, I really like Zach Birdie. Okay. And I think it's just because like he had such promise mm-hmm. before the injury. I think he's the one who needs the second chance. It's fair. I think he's been injured for so long, though. It'd be smart to start him off in AAA. Uh, okay. I see. I so, see you. Yeah, I feel you. I want to obviously see how... Fulmer would be my thirteenth too. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. I get, I guess if I had to pick a second option, it would be Adalberto Mejia, uh, just because giving a new guy a shot. You know that. Yeah. Uh, that giving a new guy a shot, who I think would benefit from getting a shot in the majors and not just putting him on the AAA level to right. pitch against talent that's at his level. Right. He, like, clearly. Stretch him so that he mm-hmm. can, like, try See what to, he's made of. Exactly. You know? exactly. Um, there's another guy who I didn't put on the list because I know it's not going to be an option is uh, this Cody Huyer. Cody Hewer. Um, I'm going to ask Dan about him next week. And see what he's got to say. Because I've got some big question marks regarding him. Wait, we haven't even teased that yet, have we? No, we haven't. So there's your teaser. Hey, Dan Victor's coming on the pod. Very excited for that. Um, So should we move to 
single rows lineup? My the, the last rows goes to our position player. Okay. Right? Yep. So everybody. Okay. So here we go. Before I go get into what everybody's saying, yes. but so the fir- the surefire twelve. Yaz McCann, Abreu, E five. Yes. Edwin Encarnacion. Bring it back. Liuri, Moncada, T.A., Eloy, Mazzara, Robert. Robert. Um, Engel, and Mendick. Um, Probably Mendick. Because yeah. of service time and Madrigal and all that, but um, I'm going to get to that. So, mm-hmm. our eligible bachelors. We've got the man who not only hits bombs, but probably also takes bombs at the bar and yeah. will uh, drink you underneath the table. However, <laughs> if you throw something his way, it'll most likely get past him. Yerman Mercedes. Oh, my God. You're so mean. We've got next, we've got the man from the U himself. He actually stated that he would rather be in AAA if he has the spot. <laughs> Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. Next, Samson with the good hair himself. So beautiful. Nicky Delmonico. He's back, baby. I'm telling you, that hair's giving him the extra power. It's true. And last but not least, the one, the only, the man that Hot Take Tommy across the table has <laughs> criticized night and day, Big Stick Nick Madrigal. Little Stick Nick. I'm just being <laughs> like, he's so, like, the bat, has. they have to give him a smaller custom bat that actually, like, fits in the zone that he has. Hey, so I think Yoda probably had a custom smaller lightsaber, <laughs> too. Size matters not. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. So, we've got those guys on the table for us. Um, who's our 26th man, though? Who's our 26th man, Tom? Who's it going to be? So, officially... Nick Magical is not on the table for me, and not everybody. Calm down, everybody that just freaked out. Calm down, calm down. It's Brief. because, yeah, seriously, take a moment. It's because of service time manipulation. Yeah, for sure. It's not Most definitely. Technically speaking, he's the best option out of of those guys. Yes, I said it. He is, but he's not going to be as good as you all think. So he's still the best option out of those out of those four. Okay. Now. I'm glad you're in recognition of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it comes down to God, Hair, Nikki, or Yerman for mm-hmm. me. Collins is right. He should be in AAA because if you have MVP and MVP catching in front of you, then you should probably chill out. <laughs> please, please don't ever <laughs> refer to James McCann as that ever, 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 ever. Again. Yeah, the AL MVP, and then we trade him away to an NL team, and we have the other NL MVP catcher. I said this James on. McCann. I said this to somebody on Reddit today. If they trade McCann, this is a a short, and then we'll get back into topic. I said that they would get a washer and dryer and a bag of balls. <laughs> That's what they would get. But continue. Yeah, they, if they uh, traded McCann. Yeah, he, the value that he has, James McCann, is on the White Sox, and nobody else is going to value him as highly as we do. Mm-hmm. Much like one Jose Abreu, mm-hmm. um, who I love dearly, and we I don't want him to be traded anywhere anyway. Um, so, Zach Collins belongs in AAA. 
not because he's not talented, but because that's he's where not he's ready. Grow. Um, so it really comes down to Nicky Delmonico or Yerman Mercedes for me. Mm-hmm. What I really want to see is Yerman Mercedes in a White Sox uniform on the south side, hitting bombs, hitting bombs, <laughs> just and absolutely just crushing the ball, taking Vegas bombs while he's <laughs> at Cork and Carry. You know, yeah. Um, it's it's just been too many attempts for Nicky Delmonico. You know, uh, much with. Much like with Yomer Sanchez, like mm-hmm. we just had to turn the page. It's time for fresh blood, right? You know, um, wish all the best for Nikki, but you know, hey, hopefully this like the the at bats he's getting with the Sox right now turns the attention of you know the Orioles or something, and he can like go play over there right. as a non roster invitee or whatever. I don't know how it works after the spring training, but they can pick him up and insert him into their garbage outfield you know maybe he can finally replace chris davis or some bullshit that they have going over there right and he can keep his beautiful hair in the game you know <laughs> like the game needs it the game needs beautiful hair tom it's true and you gotta look for an open tryout <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> so, uh i'm just you know not that i don't like nikki i like he was he was a fan favorite while, while he was here for, for a hot second. You know, when he hit that his first bomb at uh Fenway when his when his family was there, that was a huge story. That was like really it was a feel good story in a, in a shitty year. Yeah. Um so I but Yerman, man. The guy like he's like the he's the anti-hero that that we need, you know? Right. He's the he's the joker, you know, or whatever. Just like chaos. For sure. We just need a little chaos. I th- right? I think he's yeah, especially if the Edwin Encarnacion injury, quote unquote injury rumors mm-hmm. may be true yeah. or um if he does get injured later on in the year. Right. I think Yerman Mercedes is the guy that this lineup is going to need most. Right. Um I defensively, and I mean it's it's not but, he should but, he should never be behind the plate. But Go he ahead. was a converted first baseman. So he was a first baseman all throughout his prospect years. You know, he's he's kind of past his prospect years, by the way, everybody. Um, yes, he is twenty seven. So he's like still young enough to like be there, but he's not a prospect anymore. However, comma, just like everybody talks about with TA, he's still hypothetically learning his position at the major league level or at the minor league level in, in your man's case, you know, he's still developing and he, he's got a lot of compliments <laughs> still developing his catching ability. I, I apologize. I know I just said he's past his prospect years and then but counter on top of that too, you were like, Nick Madrigal is, is done developing. And now you're out here screaming. <laughs> your Mercedes is n- still developing. The dude's been a middle infielder for how long? Nick Madrigal has been a middle infielder for his whole damn life. Right. Correct, but at the okay. same time, let me my point stands. Let me so, throw some stats no, by no, 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 because I especially if Mercedes stats, fine, fine. is gonna stats, be if him, Mercedes is gonna be fine, a fine. bat, right? And that's, that's all the he's skill. Be, that's all he's gonna be. And I hope so. I hope this is because I have seen people on Twitter being like, "Oh, why did we sign Yasmani Grant doll? <laughs> or why do we still let or which that's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> oh, that's absurd. But idiots, all of you. Seriously, no, kidding, well, kidding. that's too much. <laughs> it's it's idiotic to think that 
Yaz does not make this team better. You're just getting caught um, up in the hype in the Mercedes hype is what um, you are. On top of that, too, though, it's it would also be a bit asinine to think that Ooh. vocab here. <laughs> I love that. To think that Yerman Mercedes without taking a single at bat at the major league level is better than James McCann. Right. Even right. with McCann's regression in the second half right. of the season, 100%. even with his career numbers, especially defensively, right, which is what I was going to bring up first. In <laughs> – I cannot believe this. 38% pass ball. Or, no, is that caught stealing? I don't even know what caught I'm looking stealing at right percentage now. Is this caught stealing percentage. Okay. So, his arm – Mercedes's arm mm-hmm. is great, but past I've heard we're gonna get Dan Victor mm-hmm. on next week. He is quoted in saying that Yerman Mercedes is a quote unquote past ball machine, <laughs> <laughs> and that's dangerous, especially when you've got right. young pitchers. In 322 games, I'm gonna read it off because you paused. I don't know why. 322 games, he's had 72 pass balls, which is that's a lot. Getting up close to a third of his games, he got a pass ball. Right. Not quite there, but... So his arm is a lot better with that 38% caught stealing that's way higher than Collins at 32 or Zavala at 31. 100% higher, yeah. But exciting. that pass ball thing is something to definitely be concerned about if uh-huh. you ever put him behind the plate, which yeah. should not happen, especially if you have guys like Yaz and guys... Like McCann mm-hmm. behind the plate. Yeah, like just the best backstops. Well, McCann is not the two b- solid defensive, especially as Money Grandall, but Very two solid, solid defensive yeah. catchers. Yes, and um, it, you just don't want to trade in a Mercedes in like in like a game that matters. You mm-hmm. know, but throw if you are gonna have to if like one of your two catchers are injured, which is possible because they're not the youngest catchers in the league. And their catching is the hardest position to play on a day-in, day-out basis, right? It's likely that one of them is going to go down for some stretch, and you have to rotate the other one out. Look, you got a Yerman Mercedes. Play him in Detroit. Don't play him in, you know, New York or in Tampa, you know? Think about matchups. Think about your matchups. Don't play him in high-leverage matchups. You know, he's going to – He's going to drop something. Or on top of that, too, you still have Zach Collins. So if somebody goes on the DL, you can still keep Mercedes on your bench, and you can still call up a catcher. Because I've mm -hmm. seen so many trade Zach Collins tweets or, Uh you know, things that are posted. Because we don't need him anymore, obviously. He's a first-round pick. You just don't give up on somebody that quickly. Unless if you want to trade for... Mookie Betts. Yeah, the price is right by all <laughs> means, but I Collins' value is not that high yet. Also, Mookie Betts is not going to be available for trade. So most definitely. <laughs> anyway, we uh, digress. Yerman Mercedes is going to be, you know, the one that I'm pursuing a relationship with in this bachelor. I agree with <laughs> you on the Mercedes <laughs> thing, most definitely. I think Nikki Delmonico. I think of it this way. Nicky Delmonico, when I went to Charlotte a f- couple years back, yeah. he was down for, like, an injury rehab. Yeah. Okay? His batting average was, like, 500 or, like, something yeah. ridiculous yeah. like that. Number one, of course, small sample size. But he also went, like, three for four that game. Yeah. Nicky Delmonico is going to be I – mean, it's like Matt Skull. 
both of them are going to produce very well on the AAA level. And performing on the AAA level just doesn't necessarily translate. Translate. Performing in spring training doesn't necessarily translate Translate to success on the major league level. And underperforming in spring training doesn't necessarily translate into major league performance. Exactly. Just because Keiko gave up a run today in the first inning does not mean he's going to be garbage. calm down. Calm down. Seriously. (laughs) And talking about spring break, after this quick break, Tom, spring break. I called spring break again. (laughs) I am seriously in the teacher mindset of needing spring break. Speaking of spring training, won't you step back from that ledge, my friend? Amen. (laughs) We're going to talk about spring training in just a second. So, Steve. Yeah, what's up, Tom? Have you ever had a a project, an idea, you wanted to be seen by as many people as possible? Yeah, I I think that's the Sons of Honarchy. Oh, that's fair. Do you provide a service? Uh, I wouldn't know. I don't know what, if we can go as far as to call this a service, but uh, <laughs> we're at service to the people. <laughs> service to the people. Uh, but do you go underappreciated when you put yourself out there on social media? I th- I think so. I think we could say that. <laughs> I hate the way you just said media. <laughs> media. Uh, do you uh, want sleek and impeccable presentation, but like the know-how or resources? Damn right. <laughs> Well, if you answered yes to any of these, then what should I what should I do? Well, we should definitely get in touch with DBC Brand. Hell yeah. So, with our choices of three solid tiers of social media marketing plans, we could get access to professional social media content curation, PDF. email marketing, blog posting, live video and photography sessions, and more. Find out more by visiting dbcbrand.com and give your business the creative touch and spotlight it deserves. DBC, digital, digital by, by creatives. creatives. Yeah, Hell yeah. David Schoenfield, or Dave Schoenfield, or D. Schoenfield, or whatever the hell you want to call him. Who is this? He's an ESPN senior writer. Oh, God, ESPN. Go ahead. ESPN, forgetting about who the White Sox are once again. So he's coming out with an article. I don't think he dropped it yet, but he, he like teased it on Baseball Tonight podcast, um, which I am a fan and a listener of. He dropped out a bit. By the way, that podcast just almost exclusively Dodgers, Red Sox, Yankees. Wonderful. So just be All ready. the if, extremely oversized baseball markets. Yes. Yep. If you're going to di- dip into baseball tonight, just if you, as long as you know that ahead of time and going into it, it's actually a decent podcast. You're like, okay, if I know this is biased, but here we go. Um, he gets on, David Schoenfield. He's trying to list off the surprise contenders that will exist in 2020, mm-hmm. like the Nats were, right? The surprise contender that ended up taking the crown. Right. So the teams that he mentioned. This were, is hilarious, just looking at this, that you type this up. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He mentions the Mets. Which, no. Go ahead. <laughs> the Angels. Absolutely not. And then the Nats for round two. 
You, here's the thing. They get more like <laughs> realistic as they go on. So the Mets. I'm not, no, I'm not believing in the Mets at all. I pitching. Over I know bats. the sons. The sons of there are sons of Uribe brothers <laughs> uh, on the other end uh, on true. the East Coast. But yes, my golly, they they don't have anybody to produce runs. Yuenis Cespedes. And the Angels, the opposite. How are they supposed to? They're not going to get if they, anybody out. If they out. scratch the playoffs, They're if not they do, anybody out in a division that is headlined by the Astros and the A's. Yeah. If they scratch their way in somehow, how the? No way. There's no way they're a contender. No. They're and still lugging around pool holes, and they don't have any. Unless pitching. they trade Adele for, which won't happen, or maybe it will. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know for an ace. And then the Nats, yeah, I mean, when you still have Scherzer, Strasburg, if he stays healthy, and right. Corbin, that's right. awesome, one, two, three. But I don't think the Nats are a surpri- surprise contender No, either. they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be a surprise contender in that division, in my opinion. You know, underneath the Braves, they could get in definitely better than – and that's the thing. They take two teams out of the NL East. All this to be said, is it a snub – that he left the Sox off the list. As a contender? As a low-key, surprise, underdog contender, if you were a betting man with Define the contender, odds. like getting to the playoffs. Because, yeah. uh, well, that's the thing, though. Well, we're the, in, the idea is we're in getting, the day and age. getting into the playoffs, right. no matter what, is a shot. And right. a shot is all you need, right? Look at the Washington Nationals this exactly. year. Absolutely, right? So, so that's what I'm trying to say, is a contender which makes it like a shot in the I dark. think that's a little disrespectful. Ooh, a little disrespectful to leave us off the list. I'm also trying not to have too much White Sox exceptionalism. Oh. And I'm trying to not get bring, my hopes bring, up way too high. Bring the White Sox exceptionalism. Oh, I know you bring want it. Bring it to the fore. I know you want it. Just so many pieces have to fall into place. It's true. So, Like your Mercedes hitting 28 bombs. It's just the AL Central. <laughs> it's such trash. Well, okay. We'll get this there. is okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. This is this transitions perfectly, and I'll yes. start off with that one first. So we have introduce the segment. We have the segment here. Yes. It's going to be a rapid fire, and then I'll have you explain the ones that I strongly disagree with, because I'm sure there will be at least one. Before we get all the way into it, I'm super excited that rapid fire shit has become one of our trademarks absolutely i love rapid fire stuff well it's perfect for you especially mr hot take tommy (laughs) across the table so i'm gonna get us started there with Mm -hmm. overrated underrated that's what this is it's gonna be overrated underrated and first it's gonna be so i've divided this into two parts it's semi baseball and non-baseball related things and then white Sox players version Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of overrated underrated so we're gonna go with the first first so AL Central, overrated, underrated. Here's the thing. People think that the AL Central is hot trash. I thought this was hot, rapid fire. This is rapid fire, but I have to precurse this one as people think that the AL Central is hot trash. It's still overrated. It's that bad. AL Central is so, so bad. Okay. The 1983 Sox logo that they wear on Sundays. Overrated, underrated. Underrated, underrated. underrated. Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza from the manager of Lou Malnati's. I've got thoughts on this. Okay, here we go. So you, you get your like rapid fire BS out of here. I know I just said we should we have to do rapid fire more often, but strap in. 
As a true Chicagoan, every real Chicagoan knows deep dish is a treat, not your every night, mm-hmm. right? Your every mm-hmm. night pizza is a thin, square cut, beautiful pizza, right? That's tavern style. Doing. Tavern style, whatever you want to call it, that's that's your every night, every weekend pizza. Mm-hmm. You have somebody coming in from out of town. You're going to treat them to deep dish, and that's like the one or two times a year that you're going to get deep dish as a Chicagoan, right? Okay. Usually. One or two times a year. That's it. Okay. Unless if you're a manager at Lumalnati's where you're eating it every goddamn day. But look here. Lumalnati's. Underrated. Because. Getting into explanations here, too. Here we go. We don't do it like everybody else does it. It's not about the crust. It's about the ingredients and the tomatoes, right? Like, our crust is not thick. It's not like a stuffed crust. There's not that much bread going on, in other words. It's mostly what's inside, and that's what you need. Okay. So, Since we're on the topic of food consumption mm-hmm. or consumption in general, mm-hmm. beer, overrated or underrated, Tom? Overrated. Oh, that kills me. Moving on. Give me some vodka. <laughs> that, that kills me. Okay. Now transitioning into baseball. Oh, you the White Sox, the White Sox front office. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, I thought you were gonna. White Sox front office is way underrated. They be out here getting after shit. Oh, and by the way, I'm not talking about Ken Williams and they're part of the front office, or at least Ken Williams. The front office. Jerry Reinsdorf is not. He's the owner. I'm not talking about Rick Hahn. I'm not talking about Jerry Ryan, all those guys. I'm not talking about those guys. The people I'm talking about in the front office is the ticket sales people who will be emailing me. They send me a voicemail. They want me to buy tickets. (laughs) So you're talking like Brooks Boyer. Feet on the feet, boots on the ground, people trying to sell me tickets. Bravo. I'm like about to sign up for a season ticket, even though I cannot afford that right now because they be on me right now. So. Underrated. Okay. Last one. Spring training as a whole in the MLB. I would say underrated because um, not – and here's, oh. the, here's the thing, though. This is not necessarily God. by the MLB and by fans of the MLB. It's underrated by the nation because preseason NBA, televised. Preseason NFL, televised. TV – or preseason NHL even, televised. Preseason MLB, Few and far between. You can't even find a goddamn radio broadcast most games. Yeah. It's also all because of these stupid TV contracts. Yeah. Um, And the fact fact that they don't play at home. Yeah. That's another big thing, too. They don't play at home. I understand. NHL preseason games, home. NFL preseason games, home. NBA preseason games, home. All of these games are played at the home stadiums or somebody's home stadium, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Should baseball move to that? No. Where the fuck are you going to play in Chicago? Create an indoor. Create, in February. Create an indoor facility. Create an f- indoor facility in or every rent, northern or guy. What are they going to play in the United indoor, Center? Or rent an indoor facility. No? No. That's hot. That's, spring training that's, is so overrated. Spring I just, training is it's not overrated. So, yes, it is. What are, we, what are we figuring out from spring training? What are the White Sox figuring out from spring training? Uh, how good Yerman Mercedes actually is. They're figuring out how uh, we knew your Mercedes could hit. N- yeah, from the AAA reel last year, it's every insane. Every single White Sox 
He's basically facing Triple A. Yeah, you know, but this is the thing. Who, how many fans are tuning tuning into MILB? I think the Very same. Few. Listen, the same amount of people are turning into minor league baseball as they are spring training. I'll be honest. No. I haven't sat no. down and watched a second. Honesty hour right here, mm-hmm. coming from me across That's the fine. table. Big baseball fan, big status, of course, statistician, statistician here, or yeah. as you say, stat, stat cult. cult leader. I am not a stat cult leader. Stat cult leader. I haven't watched. <laughs> I have not sat down and watched a single second. Yeah, but how much of the of spring training baseball highlights and the I've listened box to scores. a little on the radio. That's it. Yeah, you listen to a little on the radio. You're catching box scores. You're catching highlights. A little right? bit of box scores. I don't care what the box score is. That's the problem. That's the only thing that matters in spring training is the, the box score. No, the box score. Well, because you, you if ag- by box score you mean the the. No, the I runs don't mean across the, line. the board I don't mean the and the line. hits. And no, the... I'm talking about the box score for each individual player. Individual players. You I mean, yes, the, the box more score or less. Players, and you see, but, okay, how did how did? Uh, but that's the thing too. Keuchel doing his first outing. If, how did Fulmer doing his first outing? But how then, did... if you look just at the box score too, here's the problem with spring training, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the box score and you look at Keuchel, oh God, panic mode. That's where panic mode kicks in, right? That's fine. But then on top of that too. Mm-hmm. Y- if you watched it, or if you're following people who watched it, uh-huh. they say, okay, Keiko's breaking ball looked really good. Everything else is looking a little, like, right. shaky. shaky yeah. Right. So, it. this is why spring training just means nothing to me. I hate spring training, and I just can't follow it, and I hate that it's n- not enough of it is televised or radio. Yeah. So, that's where I'm at. Spring training is so overrated. I would love to go down someday, but I still think it's overrated. That well, this is the thing. Like, the draw is still real, right? Mm-hmm. The draw is still real, so they are doing something better than NBA and NHL and and NFL in Fair. that sense. Is that it's got all the teams in because preseason in and of itself is going to be boring, but if you get the opportunity to see every goddamn team or half of the league in. You know, the span of two weeks or three weeks. Yeah. You could do it if you wanted to. You For sure, that's something that nobody else can say, and that's something that you know. Another reason why spring training is kind of cool. Right. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Let's play a little overrated, underrated White Sox roster. Let's version. go. Forty man roster. Let's go actual rapid fire this time. You're gonna go actual we'll, rapid and we'll fire, and then you're gonna. Okay. All right. Okay. Nick Madrigal. Overrated. Yerman Mercedes. Overrated. Edwin Encarnacion. Underrated. Zach Collins. Underrated. Nikki Delmonico. Overrated. Andrew Vaughn. Underrated. Alex, Underrated. Alex Colome. <laughs> Say it again, sorry. Alex Colome. <laughs> Underrated. Nomar Mazzara. Underrated. Okay. There's a few of these. That I'm not even going to question you on Nick Madrigal because I'm tired of arguing this <laughs> with you. Yerman Mercedes, you said overrated, but you still want him on the 26th man. Why? Correct. Uh, the hype is too much right now. It's just too much. Fair. He, he's a quadruple A player. He just is. At this point, he is. You are correct. You know what I mean? Like, and the the fact that he's just new and shiny is really exciting for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Most definitely, you know? uh, especially because he's getting his first like spot in the. Why are people forgetting how much he raked down in AAA? Because nobody fucking watches MILB as much as you do. Ah. <sighs> Stat call leader. No, that has nothing to do with stat call. It just has everything to do with knowing what's in your minor league system. Hold on. Every stat cult leader dips into minor league stats. That's a fact. 
Well, it's important if, if and on a team full of. <laughs> do you want to not mock me and actually listen to what I say? I just I love egging you on. I'm sorry. Go go go. It's important, to, especially on a team full of, quote unquote, hashtag trust the prospects hashtag and trust the uh, prospects, rebuilder trust bust the and Hanwe trust. Hell yeah! Right? Mm-hmm. Of course, it's important to look at your freaking minor league. Okay, okay. I'm moving on to the next one. I'm so glad you said Edwin Encarnacion is underrated, but I want to hear your reason why. The dude has hit 30 or more bombs, eight years, eight years in a row. Him staying healthy, I cannot begin to tell people this right now. Mark my words. Him staying healthy is a key to the White Sox success this year. It is a, quote-unquote, major key moment Ah, right here. It's huge. Major key alert. It's honestly going to be crucial for him to play at least 130 games in the regular season for this Mm -hmm. team to be in contention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't play 130 games, I don't think the White Sox are even close. Right. He's gotta, he's gotta have, you know, not necessarily like career numbers, right? But he's gotta have, you know, at least his average numbers to make this team a low key contender or a David Schoenfield if bullshit. You know, I whatever. couldn't. I'll have to double check. I think he played maybe like a hundred and ten games last year, maybe closer to one hundred and twenty. Yeah. And he had thirty four bombs, and he had a pretty, he had a higher OBP than. Everybody on our team, I think, except for Yoan. Exactly. Underrated. Like, the dude is – the dude's Edwin freaking Encarnacion. I don't He's know an over I'm... 400 career home run hitter. Yes. So why are people saying, oh, why'd we go out and get him with, when we got Yerman Mercedes? Get the, <laughs> get the F out of here, yo. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, that's beautiful. All right, next one. Zach Collins, you said underrated, and I want you to explain this one when we haven't seen him do anything on the major league level. He's the round one draft pick, you know, and he hits bombs. Uh, you know, th- this guy might put aside your, you know, I haven't seen him play on the south side yet, you know, where he has actually played on the south side for a little bit, but uh, he sniffed the majors mm-hmm. for a hot second and he said he learned so goddamn much right. just being next to McCann which tells you he's got a lot to develop and get into and and figure out you know he he's not like Nick Madrigal where he was playing 3 years in in college and in the playoffs every single year you know like cuz Nick Madrigal's a finished product and and Zach ah! <laughs> get out of here <laughs> anyway anyway Everybody calm down. Carrie, easy, easy. It's fine. <laughs> um, he's just – he's going to be real good, I think, and he's going to be, you know, a hit tool and, a, you know, a defensive tool for the team for years to come. I, I, I personally believe so. So Defensively, his arm is a concern. He's got a really good feel for the plate. So is Jose Abreu's arm. You know, we're not worried about that. But he's not catching. Yeah, exactly. He's playing first yeah. base, Tom. Why would you say something like that? Because okay, so, so but the, the one arm thing is you're a concern. Have to worry about is Adalberto he doesn't have a lot Mondesi of running all over us for you know years to come. But he's gonna be doing that anyway, no matter who's our catcher. So, I I'm a lot of people are projecting Collins as a future first baseman, which is which is interesting from a defensive side. I'm just hoping this year in AAA, he develops his swing. Yeah, that's gonna be the key for him. Moving on, you said Nicky Delmonico is overrated. I'm not gonna argue with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um. 
because the fact that people think he should be on the 26-man roster is but, a little concerning but, to me. But his hair is underrated. Keep going. True. Honestly, I can agree with that. Andrew Vaughn, you said underrated. Explain. I, I just want people to get on the hype train because he's going to be very good. What has told us that, though? He hits bombs. I don't. What what do you want what do you want me to say? I'm gonna say underrated on everybody who hits bombs because uh, so far Edwin Encarnacion, Zach Collins. And if you Andrew look at Vaughn, the numbers, he was semi disappointing once he got up to high A ball last year. The dude like just got drafted, right? Like you talk about that season where he's got that extra long season because mm. he just finished college and you bring up an interesting point into the. M- rhythm of professional ball right Right. not everybody succeeds like that in that situation he's used to the rhythm of on season off season on season off season his whole life and then they say here come play professional baseball and immediately rookie league go through low a fall arizona folly blah 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 all of that bs i don't know how much he played or whatever but you're bound to have like some hiccups if not a few right Mm -hmm. and Hey, he's going to be good. I think this year is going to be crucial for him. I want to see. Oh, I agree. I want to see. People are asking. I heard. I saw a question. Somebody asked, do you think Vaughn is going to be up by the end of the year? Mm. I really hope not. No. I I need this to be. I need this to be a development year for him. I want to see him up in 2021 after the cutoff date. Don't play with my emotions like that. Let's let's like. Let's let him do his thing. I want it for I sure. want us to be so good but on the he, major league level that I don't have to think about how Andrew Vaughn is. But doing think about it this way. Think about it this way. Edwin Encarnacion is only a one year deal. Fine. Right? Yeah. Again, I want to be in a mindset where I don't have to think about Andrew Vaughn because the White Sox are so good. I also want to think about Jose Abreu transitioning to DH, Shut but that's another discussion for later. I still can't believe you think Cal- Alex Colomay is underrated. I don't know. I've I've said my piece on What him. tells you? What tells you he's underrated? Everybody is hating on him. It's not hate. It's not hate. It's just understanding Sorry, that discrimination. You're discriminating against <laughs> Alex Hall. I don't know how you want me to word it. You do not like the man. And he literally no. saved our ass how many times last season? 700? 30. 30. That's amazing. 30 saves. 30 saves. 30 saves. That's more than Daniel Polka ever hidden dingers, you know? Like, there's more that Alex Conway's ever done for the team than Dan Palka ever did. <laughs> Dan Palka. I so, love and, that from and, the announcer today. Yeah, from the and so spring you training clip you showed me. I love Daniel Palka, but you hate Alex Conway. I know you don't. I know. But, like, uh, talking, person, to the White sure. Sox fans, talking to the White Sox fans, the White Sox Twitter out here, Alex Conway is really good. He's and we solid. Got, and we. Fine. Do you want to put? Here we go. Are we gonna put up our yearly wager right here, right now? What What are we gonna wager? A six pack? A six pack. Okay. A six pack of beer. Okay. Of our choosing. Uh huh. You choose. I choose. It can't uh, be low maximum. tier. Lo- not low tier. So maximum. Hold on. What are we doing? Price range here between uh, between eight, fifteen and twenty. Oh. Ooh. So like a nicer, a nicer. Wow. Beer. Between fifteen and twenty, including taxes. Including taxes. Including yeah, so, taxes. Because we'll be buying okay. it in Chicago, so, so it'll be six pack of beer. Fifteen to twenty dollars, nice beer. So it'll be like Alex Colome. Like, yeah, are you willing to say he's gonna have the same ERA numbers last year? Well, it, it was uh, two nine nine, right? Two eighty five. Two eighty five. Hmm. 
Same ERA number as last year. Since you – here's the thing. I'm giving you ERA because it's a more simple statistic, which you are you, you are can, a big fan of. Oh, I am a huge fan of ERA, but you can take that, like, condescending – Well, do you want to play X – do you want right? to play FIP? Do you want to play <laughs> XFIP? Do you want to do no, K9? Stop, stop. My head hurts. Do you want to – exactly. Easy, easy, easy. So definitely not K9 because he's not a strikeout guy. Um, but I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go with – can you give me 289? Just four more. 289. 0.04. We're shaking on it right now with my scabbed up hand from me falling off my bike yesterday. 284. 289. 289. 289 ERA or lower. Or lower. You, you owe win. Me. You owe me. If it's 289, it's a wash. Injury? If he's, Ooh, if are we he's, doing an injury clause? Because I have to. So God. how many appearances? Uh, no, no, no. Let's do months. If he's out for more mm. than days, appearances. weeks, appearances, yeah. that's too nitty-gritty. I don't want to have to like look at that. All right, we're going to we're gonna hash out these details later. Hashing out the details later, but 289 is the number on 289 the season. 289 is the ERA. I'll definitely take the over on that. Now, Nomar Mazzara. You said underrated. Underrated. Explain your thoughts. Because I, I do agree with you. I will say that. And I think it's just because he's got... A lot of hate since, like, a lot of my, like, overrated, underrated is based on uh, the overall, like, feeling I'm gathering from White Sox Nation right now, right? So, in this case, since the signing in the winter meetings, or the the acquisition in the winter meetings, everybody's been, like, about Mm -hmm. it. And it's, like... Yeah, it, it's the, also because it was the one move yeah, over the winter in meetings. In the climate, in the climate that it was done in, that move, like I understand why it was mayor. But you know, get over it. Don't look at it in a vacuum, like our my my guy Rickon always says. Mm-hmm. You know, don't look at it like isolated in in that moment in time. Right. Look at it now in in the perspective of this liner. The dude hit fourth for texas all of that almost of last year like on a major league ball club he was the cleanup guy for all of last year and he's now our eight hitter so here's what i'm gonna say and this is why i lean toward underrated number one major improvement from right field last year i don't even want to talk about that we don't have to go into that detail second yes i still think that he's more of a platoon guy, which is fine too. But he still has a major ceiling. Yes. If you could honestly, yes. I really the one thing that I think this offseason after losing out on Wheeler, the one thing that this offseason was really missing was supplementing right supplementing the outfield with mm-hmm. another veteran presence, mm-hmm. whether that was trading for Jock Peterson or going out and signing Puig. Yeah, I know a lot right. of people yeah. are anti Puig, but that would be that would be great. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really great. Um, and on top of that, Mazzara's still really young. He's 25. 5. Just turned 25. Sorry. So, remember that. White Sox Nation, remember that. He's, you traded Steel yeah. Walker, who's 24, for him. And he's already been up on the major league level yeah. for multiple seasons. Yeah. So, you just fleeced the Rangers and were mad about it. True. Tom. Any last thoughts? Ah, well, you know, uh, ESPN forgot about us again, but not surprised. We're gonna we're gonna roll through the the postseason. We're gonna make we're gonna make some noise. I'm I'm trying to sound like Tim Anderson over here. There you go. Um, 
I just want to whoop them every time we play them, you know? <laughs> That's his quote on Kansas City. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it's just we're going to – we're going to have an exciting season, and, you know, that's why we have the length of this podcast extended because this is the first time in a minute that we've been able to sit down and chat like this oof, in a minute. So I feel like we've actually dived into White Sox baseball for the first time in a long time, which yeah. I'm really happy that we did. There's been a lot of bullshit talk recently uh, on the pod, and, and it's just like baseball, 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 baseball. Absolutely, because we're getting so close. Yeah. And on top of that, to get you – Revved up for more baseball talk next week. Next Monday. Ooh. We got Dan Victor calling in. We're yeah. going to get an awesome interview with him. We're going to talk minor leagues. We're going to talk uh, players that will possibly regress or yeah. possibly make improvement uh, going into this season that are already on the major league level for yeah. the Sox. Yeah. And uh, we're we're stoked to have him on because he's always a great guest to have. Dan Victor's the guy that we can sit back and say, we're not worthy. Honestly. Not, truly. Because he's the one who comes in with the real, like, educated opinions about things. And we just have to sit back and let him roll. And you guys are, yeah, you're in for a treat. Eternally grateful for that because we, yes, we'll leave it at that. Yes. Tom, rebuild or bust. We trust. Have a good one, everybody.